have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? It's true what they say. Cops and women don't mix. It's like eating a spoonful of Drano. Sure, it'll clean you out. It'll leave you hollow inside. Not playing to win is like sleeping with your sister. Sure, she's a great piece of tail with a blouse full of goodies, but it's just illegal. Nervous? Yes. First time. No, I've been nervous lots of times. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. I'm not the first guy who fell in love with a girl he met in a restaurant who then turned out to be the daughter of a kidnapped scientist, only to lose her to a childhood lover who she'd last seen on a deserted island and who turned out 15 years later to be the leader of the French underground. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. And I don't know if you've done a deep dive on the voices for it. No, I haven't. All I've seen is the trailer. You Mark said. Hamill does uh, Skeletor, Skeletor again. That's fucking great. Didn't and he do it before? No, he he did the Joker. Joker, Joker that's is what, what he was yeah, famous yeah. for. So it, it, it'll She's sound a little. Record. It'll it'll sound a little Jokerish. Shit, we're yeah. already recording. Oh, good. Yeah, Shit, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Eight Films. I'll put that. I'll leave that all on. <laughs> We've done this before. I promise. <laughs> I think I'm a little loud right there. So let uh, me go down a little. Yeah, let me bit turn here. my phone off. Get all professional. <laughs> get my get my professional. Whatever. Voice. When you're this close to 200, you can just let it fly. It's <laughs> <laughs> right crazy we're that close. Are to we, is this 190? It's 191. I think. Uh, let me tell you right now. Yeah. It is. I swear we've 190. Done this yeah, it's 190. Jeez. Yeah, 10 episodes away, and I've got the next six all slated. So. Oh yeah. And 200 will obviously be a big. You know, you know, you're excited. Oh, I, I can't wait, dude. The loser gets a prize too. I'm already set uh, up. Good, good, good. <laughs> because I, I plan on losing. You can't keep it going. I'm gonna do forever. it like we did it last time. Last, yeah. last time's games were perfect. no, that was that fun. speed round stuff. Yeah, and it, they're easy to come up with. Yeah, uh, that I can just sit there all day and do because I was having difficulty after the the one before that, and I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do on these? Yeah, <laughs> those are fun. So how you been, man? How's your week? Um, doing pretty good, dude. Um. Got my deposit put down on my Alaska trip. Oh, Alaska's that much one, closer. One step closer, man. So I don't really get into vacation mode until about two months out. You two know, months out, you're close to that, though. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I've never taken a vacation by myself. Like, I haven't. Really? Yeah, dude, I haven't been on an actual like vacation in probably. So Justin needs 15 this. <laughs> years. Yeah, you know, like. So I'm stoked about it, man. Yeah, that's super exciting. Yeah, uh, those types of vacations you have to have, especially even when you're older, man. You something, can yeah. some money away. And... Something tells me this might start becoming an annual trip, yeah. you know, and maybe a little sooner yep. into the season because the fishing will be better. I, I, I'm getting in on it late, yeah. but, you know, hey. To we were moon. in a good rhythm before quarantine happened. Like yeah. Me and my wife had gone to Iceland, then we went to Denver, and that was our thing. We were like, we're going to leave. the, We'll go someplace in the States every year, and then we'll go someplace out of the country. Every yeah. Year, and that'll be our two trips. Yeah. Cool. And then I'll go up north and... She'll go down south. Didn't you get the tickets for those like ridiculously cheap? Oh, for which ones? The, I think the, the Alaska or the uh, or, or the Iceland. Iceland was super cheap, like four hundred dollars. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Our right. Alaska wasn't that much more. We got them for like four fifty, but we looked at the right time. If you look yeah. in March, yeah. I think March seems to be a time to book at least for September and October. Huh. Seems to be a good day. I'll keep so. that in mind. Yeah. So. Uh, and it's we love that time period because uh, everyone goes back to school and usually all the tourists kind of go away. Scatter, so, scatter. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be out in the middle of a uh, of a lake, so yeah, you'll be good. I'll be in the Gulf of Alaska. Man. 
That's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. I didn't even know there was a going in Alaska. It, that's what's crazy about Alaska. It's, it's like two totally – where you're going is not going to look anything like what where we're going. Yeah. Uh, because we're going like 100 miles from the Arctic Circle, like top, top, top. That's crazy. And then I think it's like – it's like an eight-hour drive, maybe to uh, six or eight-hour drive from uh, Fairbanks to Anchorage. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm a th- I'm a three-hour drive from Anchorage. Yeah, I don't know what direction. How, yeah, that's the that's the key. <laughs> Where that direction I'm not sure. is. because the, the state. You ever look at it? I mean, it's oh, huge. Yeah, it's absolutely, massive, dude. Three hours in any direction, <laughs> yeah. you're in a completely different environment. Yeah, you it's know? crazy. So, so I'm what about you? How's the how's the new route coming? Oh shit, yeah, my work's been stressful, but it's kind of slowly going down every day. Do you sleep? <laughs> yeah, I sleep like uh, three hours before work and three hours after work. That's ridiculous. It's so dude. weird. I, I, the only way it works is because I can sleep. I, I you could literally, I lay my head on the bed. You could snap your fingers and I'm out. Yeah, like it's like a light switch. Yeah, it pisses my wife off <laughs> more, more than anything probably in this world that I can do that. Just once you're out, you're out. Yep. Yeah, and I'll be out for three hours, so I get a great sleep. Yeah, so, and my body can function completely well. And I know some people need like that uninterrupted eight hours. Or yeah, because I I literally think like I could text you at any time any time yeah and within 20 minutes you'd respond yeah. anytime <laughs> maybe between well between the hours of like 10 30 and uh and 12 30 mm-hmm. actually 9 30 and 12 30 lately yeah. because i've been going in early right uh or well during the route i can uh, i can respond yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see i didn't get to watch i did watch a uh you just told me you rewatched tenant which is great man yeah you're yeah. one up on me i've only watched it once and it's one oh. of those movies that you need to watch five so times good. before you get I, this is probably so my fifth time oh so you're starting to get it yeah that's cool yeah and now i'm like okay so when's number two coming out and they're like never <sighs> god that's the Bastards. problem man i know it would be hard i bet pattinson's gonna be really hard pressed to get into the sequel games after being stuck with the twilight for so long I, uh, then again because i i bet you watch i bet he's batman once and i bet that's on his own decision yeah. Because yeah. he's that type of actor. Well, I mean, that's probably a good decision yeah. for him, you know, but I, I would love to see a tenant too. I rewatched, um, I watched two movies this week between all the movies about what we're about to do and movies for next week. Me and Dave are doing the uh, Man vs. Nature Part 2. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, I liked yeah. it. I, I love that uh, that subject too. And we, when you start talking about it, you're like, wow, this is like hundreds of these movies. We can do Me and Dave have done that before where we're like uh, in the middle of the pod saying, let's do Part 2. Yeah, it'll yeah. happen in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in between watching them and everything just at night and I wanted to kind of decompress and put something on, I watched Clue. And oh, I watched yes. Ghostbusters 2. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, those were my two just to put on in the background movies. But yeah. It was a hard decision when you have like 2,200 movies. I'm like, I just want to watch a, something good. Really looking forward to the Rick Moran <laughs> Oh, Rick, yeah, we got, we'll be talking oh. some uh, some Ghostbusters 2. I'm a Ghostbuster. <laughs> and you shared, you were sharing the uh, Knives Out 2 cast yeah, list, dude, man. It's going, it is getting crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of a cast. I, I don't have it pulled it's up right smart. now. It's smart. It's like that Death of the Nile movie, which I don't think is... I, I don't know when that's supposed to come out. Oh, maybe it's supposed to come out at Christmas. It's the sequel to the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, really? The remake. And uh-huh. I love the original. I own the original, but I own the remake also, and I loved it. I haven't seen that one. Really good. I saw, what is it, Lady on a Train or Girl no, on a that Train? No, I, I know that, but I don't I don't think I've no. seen that one either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk Conjuring at all. No, yeah. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought man. it was good. I remember watching one for sure mm-hmm. because I, I and I do like those two. You know, I like uh, I said uh, Verma or uh, them uh, Vera Vera. 
Vera? I think it's her. Vera and Patrick Wilson. Yeah. She plays, she's on Bates Motel. She plays like Norman Bates' mom. Oh, really? And she was also in The Departed. So she's really good. Mm -hmm. And Patrick Wilson's great for everything. So I was in on it. And I I liked the idea that, and I didn't even realize they were doing this with the other Conjuring movies, that Mm -hmm. it was basically focused on them and the events that they, they've apparently done this a hundred times. It's the stories, yeah. Yeah, the stories that they deal with, which is brilliant because as long as they want to do it, they can do it. Yeah, well, and I love how in in every single one, they'll play like either an original video clip or an original audio clip at the end of the movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'll have to go back and rewatch one and two. I, I... I vaguely remember one and two. I don't remember at all, but I mm-hmm. had rewatched trailers before I saw number three. I was like, well, let's watch the trailer for one and two before we put number three on. Yeah. Didn't matter. You could just jump in and watch number three once you realize. That's what I really on. actually liked about it. Yeah, that's it. what it was, was like, good It about didn't it. even matter. Like, yeah. They mentioned that uh, cult of the ram horn or something mm-hmm. like that, and that's mentioned in like previous ones, but there's never been... All they ever do is mention that, yeah. you know? And. As a horror guy, it's not a horror movie, really. No, I mean, no. It, it, it's a thriller, and it's a spooky kind of thriller, and it's, it's got ju- a, a couple dish. jumps here and there. But yeah. I wouldn't consider if you're into if you're looking for blood and gore, it's not going to be this. No, they no. have a couple of those scenes where someone turns around real quick and there's someone standing right there. But yeah, I mean that's the level of. I think it's PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. You know. But the stuff with her, where she's seeing her visions and it's playing out, and I love the idea that she's like booking it. She's like running yeah. at times, and Patrick Wilson's just got to keep her safe before she runs off cliffs and shit. Yeah, like what the hell, man? Yeah. I said it's it's dangerous the, that she does that. And yeah, that's probably the coolest element of the movie. So yeah, um, and I'm I, a sucker for any of these HBO Max movies that come out. They oh, beat yeah. us those movies. I'm paying my fucking fifteen dollars. Absolutely, and when a month. they stop, I will stop. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll have a, like the the one that's kind of like Hamilton right now. I'm really not interested in. Oh uh, yeah, watch it. Um, yeah, that's not for me, but. Uh, did you hear the date on uh, Black Widow? Uh, July 9th. October 6th. The fuck? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, October 6th. Dude, I'm going to break your table. <laughs> like, I'm fucking I know you were waiting angry, bro. I, I don't dude, think you should be watching. That gives you time, though, because I don't think you should be watching. You know what, then? I'm just going to... I might even still get Disney Plus for free. <laughs> I might cancel that shit. Like, that pisses me off. Man. Well, they're, just, they're still trying to work that shit out, I think. But that gives you a chance to watch uh, Winter Soldier and uh, um, the Falcon and Winter Boo. Soldier and, and uh, WandaVision because I don't think you can jump into it without watching those. No, probably oh, And Loki now, too. And Loki is changing. Well, everything. I don't think those will have anything to do with Black Widow. My my main thing is I can't wait to see them in Budapest. Black Widow happens right after Civil War. Mm-hmm. Or no, it happens right after Winter Soldier. Captain okay. America Winter yeah. Soldier. Okay. So it probably doesn't affect anything. Right. Yeah, so, so that would be pretty unclear, like, but... Uh, Doctor Strange for sure. Mm-hmm. Do- Doctor Strange is directly coming from WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, from what we've heard. They really don't have an element in the series that would make you think that, but they are telling us that. Yeah. So. But see, that's the thing is like, it's two years before anything of those are, are of important or come of importance are coming out. So I might just cancel Disney Plus. It's still time. October. You know how close we are to October? <laughs> that's true, dude. I can't believe the fucking I mean, year yeah, is halfway It's not that over. far. Yeah, I'll be in uh, I'll be in Alaska, so maybe I'll watch it there. Tired of waiting <laughs> for this movie. Uh, I I was eager to see what was the first movie I was going to see in the theater, and I'm not sure it's it's not hit yet. What I, it would be? Maybe Halloween uh, uh, or Black Widow, apparently. But no, Black Widow's going to come for free. It's that all. That's the other thing they mentioned. It's all tears. Oh, so, is it? So yeah, yeah, you okay. can get it. You won't have to do because they're doing that bullshit pay for the premium type mm-hmm. crap right now to get that thing, and I'm not doing that. 
and they just pushed it back. Like, oh, we just need some more money first. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Justin's got no forgiveness. <laughs> all right, let's go into some uh, some kick-ass comedy here, man. Grew up watching all these movies, you yeah. know. Some of them I was too young that I didn't see in the theater, and then other ones I watched at every time they dropped in the theater. You know, and that's basically we're going to be talking Jim Abrams, but we'll also be mentioning a lot of the Zucker brothers. And I need to find out that other guy's name, uh, the guy that um, wrote with Zucker on uh, a lot of those later movies here. Let's see what his name is. So did you were you always a fan of all these guys? You know, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't know because, I mean, I was a kid, you know, I was a kid when a lot of these came out. And so I didn't know they were all by the same guys yeah. and directed by the same people. I just they were just they hilarious. They felt the same to like, me for sure. Absolutely. You know, especially yeah. between Airplane and Top Secret. You were like, all right, these are these guys, yeah. you know. And did you ever watch the Files of the Police Squad on television? No, I watched it. It was it was I don't was know. Was it a comedy show? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Naked Gun. It was exactly Naked Gun, but it was a TV show. Naked Gun. I have the entire series. No shit. I'll have to let you borrow. Yeah, it. I'd, like, I'd love to. There's watch not that. many episodes. I think there's only like ten or uh-huh. twelve episodes, but yeah. they're all like a lot of it. That stuff that they developed in Naked Gun, like with the really tall cop who always had stuff yeah. on his face, yeah. that little guy that was kind of like Q, yeah. that made all the stuff. That yeah. was all from the files of the really? squad. Really? Yeah. Huh. They were in every episode. It was really that's uh, awesome. Well done, but basically, so these guys were a writing kind of directing team, but they didn't uh, direct that first one. You know who directed that first one? Um, I do, but I can't remember oh, yeah. who One of our was. guys. I'm yeah. not even sure we've done him in a movie. Maybe we have done him in a director pod. Is uh, John Landis. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who yeah. also went on to do Amazon Women of the Moon, which was very similar to Kentucky Fried Movies. Yeah. So these guys just must have been all friends back in the day, you know? And I know, I'm not sure if they had a falling out because around... Right after the Naked Gun movies, they kind of split. Abrams went on to do his own thing, and then the Zucker brothers went on to do their own thing. You know, I don't know if it's Jerry or David. I always confuse them, but one of them directed Ghost. Really? (laughs) How crazy is that? That that's where all their money comes from. Like wherever they're sitting right now and everything, it's Ghost money for sure because that makes so much goddamn money. Huh? I I vaguely remember hearing something sometime. About how one of them felt like there the, these genre of movies were just starting to become like yeah. just overdone. Like we've done it all already. I agree with it. I and I think it. one of them walked away. God, I wish I could be more accurate than that. Yeah. But I rem- I mean, it was years ago that I heard that. I, I, I bet think you- it should make a a coming back. Even though I mean. We should mention now, there is some non-PC shit. Oh, yeah, no. If you're you... a millennial or a Gen Z watching this, you would probably be horrified. Number 10 you could watch. Even even that's got some scenes. I, I mean, that's... <laughs> it's true. That's... But even that's got some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, of potentially racist or derogatory stuff towards uh, women, men, everybody. They, yeah. they just went to kind of anger every group. Yeah, yeah. Unintentionally, it was all in Comedically, nature. though. It was you all know in what I mean? nature, Yeah. You know? There's nothing that I could, like, point out that was, like, blatantly put in there to actually demean oh, no, no, someone. No, no, no. You know what I mean? It's all done in a comical light, but... No, you 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 you, <laughs> you couldn't even put this shit on YouTube these days. Uh, like that's why I'm glad I own a copy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, let's start off with the with the first one, 1977's the Kentucky Fried Movie, man. <laughs> Such a fun movie, dude. So yeah, they all they so those three, the Zuckers and the Abrams, uh, wrote this and Landes directed. And, and man, I watched bits and pieces of this when I was younger, and it was one of those things. How would you explain it? I the way I usually explain it to people is, it's like you're watching somebody flip through late night television with as they're like half asleep at three a.m. in the yeah, morning. Yeah, I, and I you're mean, just seeing what he's flipping through. Yeah, I mean, it was just a series of cuts yeah. put together. You know, brilliantly and, done and, oh, from God, like dude. a creative standpoint, where you were just like writing this as a script. Yeah, and again, it seems daunting, but I would imagine they're only using one or two cameras on every like it was a oh, shoestring yeah. budget well except for that uh that final one that was like uh was it fist of fury uh, oh that was their big one and th- that happens in both of kentucky fried movie and amazon the Mo- uh women on the move uh-huh. where it's kind of like they have a group of commercials they have a group of little shorts yeah and then it's all kind of centered around a like 35 40 minute movie that they make fun of yeah and in this one they were making fun of enter the dragon enter the dragon that's and what then it was in the amazon women on the moon they were making fun of like uh it was basically just amazon women on the moon so it was like 1950s sci-fi type, uh-huh. type uh space movie right that's yeah, yeah. right it was really good yeah uh but this was funny as hell uh the Enter the Dragon one. Oh yeah, because we were all super familiar with it, and it's seventy seven. So I'm not sure when Enter the Dragon came out, but it was probably. Oh, I just remember that the the bad guy's name was Doctor Claw, and he, he was missing one hand, mm-hmm. and he and and they would just keep making references, and like they do at one point, they were like doing the dating show. Yeah, oh yeah, and they're like, I remember this specifically. It's so funny. <laughs> they were like, if I were asleep. And you were my alarm clock. How would you wake me? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like, and, I totally forgot about and that. And the the first one, you know, says something like romantic. You yeah. know, and it's all and it's all guys. Yeah, you yeah. know, um, he's just interviewing who's going to be like his bodyguard. Or yeah, something. yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. And he says something, and and he gets killed. And finally, they get to like the third guy, and he all he says is like now our you main know, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. This was just three oh, random oh, okay. people. They all got killed. And the third one says this wonderful speech about how great Doctor Claw yeah, is. Yeah. And he wouldn't he, need to be woken up because he would uh, his intellect would already have him right, like, yeah. like aware of what's and, going on. And around he's it. very pleased with what this guy said. And at the end, he goes, "Let's all give him a big hand." <laughs> and, and he realizes, <laughs> like, "Oh fuck!" And they fucking kill him, like. <laughs> Oh. There were so many just really funny shorts in this one. We can oh, talk yeah. a couple of them for sure. I love the one of the guy doing the sexual instruction uh, video uh, or audio tape. It's just him. It's like a black guy and a black girl, and they're sitting across each other. Oh, yeah. And they're following the instructions from like a uh, like a wedding helper almost. <laughs> Take her and kiss her uh, softly on the cheek and tell her this <laughs> and everything. And then... Uh, at the end, he, he couldn't seal the deal. He couldn't get yeah. it up. So he's like, in case of uh, <laughs> in case of like erectile dysfunction, each uh, session is included with Big Jim. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this big dude, the, like a little speedo, comes uh, barging through like the wall. Yeah, like Kool Aid, big guy. afro. It just grabs the girl and carries her off. And they play this like superhero music, yeah. dun, like dun, dun, yeah. something like that. Big Jim. Yeah. And what was funny is they busted it through into the, they threaded it into the movie yeah. like. 
two more times. Exactly. It happened yeah. In the Enter the Dragon movie. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. The door. Oh. I was like, that's so. F- I love those callbacks. Yeah. Especially that was like the perfect length away, but it was so funny that you would not miss it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, two of my favorite sketches were at the end, though, man. Uh, that's what I liked about the Zucker brothers up until a certain point where they realized they couldn't be as. Obl- uh, Obligatory with their their nudity, but as a kid, man, yeah. there was a lot of nudity. Oh no, I saw these, my some first, of these earlier movies. I saw my first boobs oh, yeah. on on Kentucky Fried movie, and it was good. Yeah. Those were good no. boobs. Catholic high school girls in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Catholic <laughs> girls in trouble. I'm telling you, dude, you, my you brother, my my brother, my brother had this on uh, VHS. VHS yeah. yeah, and I saw it one time, yeah. and it was. I mean, dude, I must, we knew it as as a racy movie growing up. I, I must have been like nine. You know what I mean? And dude, oh, this perfect. movie just <laughs> unlocked everything for me. And I, I stole it from my brother. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I wish I still had it to this yeah, day. Just that like, one uh, kind of three minute short. Too, yeah, Catholic it trouble. It gave you everything dude. you needed as a kid. <laughs> it was hysterical, And it was dude. funny as hell for sure. Yeah. Uh, but what was the, was it nitric oxide? Is that what it was? Zinc oxide. Zinc and, oxide. Yeah, and you. Yeah. <laughs> this great thing with this like 1950s housewife oh. and they're doing this like infomercial uh, kind of audio over her in her yeah. kitchen. What do I use zinc oxide yeah, for? They said you might not realize how much, how many of your products are <laughs> uh, are made with zinc oxide. Yeah. And every time he mentions a product, it like disappears yeah. uh, from her. And <laughs> the spigot to your sink. <laughs> <laughs> but then the sink starts spewing. Your yeah. son's pellet gun or, yeah. or BB gun. The, and... the safety cap on your son Johnny's rifle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you, you hear see him. Pow! <laughs> you see him crawl and it claps on the ground. Your, your prosthetic leg. Your, your, remember her boots yeah. fell like a foot. <laughs> oh my it god! It was so funny. The the fire control on your oven and the fucking oven just started on fire. Like oh, by the end of that sketch. skit, she was hopping on one leg and there was the fire was in fire. the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. There was water everywhere. Dead her kid son on was the, dead. dead kid on the floor. <laughs> it was so great. Uh, and then, oh. right if you, if that sketch wasn't good enough, went yeah. right into Rex Kramer, man. Oh, Rex Kramer. I don't know what we can say Danger or what we can't seeker. say about Rex Kramer, Danger I, Seeker. Dude, there's not. I mean, you, we should probably say just just YouTube Rex Kramer, uh, Danger Seeker, Danger Seeker, because don't though it's hilarious. Like, uh, no, it, it is really really funny. Uh, I don't know. How... <laughs> Again, I saw this when I was a kid, and when I was a kid, I didn't realize what was wrong with this, and it was so fucking funny to me. And now I'm like, oh, I can't believe. Oh, were you running around uh, saying it? <laughs> no, no, no. But it was one of my favorite skits. And to be honest, because I was so young, I didn't understand it. I just thought it was hysterical that he walks over and gets in the middle of these guys' craps game and fucks it up and runs away. <laughs> All and right. I, well, we should explain something. <laughs> They've built this guy up to be like Super Dave Osborne yeah. almost, or like Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel, and, yeah. And uh, he, he has uh, done this many things, and nothing Rex Kramer can't do, and they show him up against this brick wall. Well, no, he parachutes yeah, into yeah. the alley. And but then you see him up against the brick wall, and he's getting ready, and he's yeah. taking his hat off, and you could tell he's about to do something heroic. Yeah. And he basically just crosses the alley yeah. where, like, five black dudes are playing craps and everything, and he stands in the middle of them, and he just yells the N-word and runs, and they chase him they, down. I can literally tell you, they stop what they're doing. One of them goes, what the fuck? <laughs> and they just haul ass after him. You know what I mean? Like... 
Oh my god! Oh, it was, it's it was funny as hell, man. It was really funny. It's not anymore, but it was, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's still kind of funny. <laughs> just the audacity of it is just kind of uh, crazy to see, you know. Especially when you're. Re- I didn't remember it at all. Oh, I, I it's yeah. seared into when my I, brain, like because I watched. I always watched Amazon Women on the Moon a little bit more than I did Kentucky Fried Movie, but yeah. I didn't. Ha- I didn't have it to steal from my brother. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's dude. why I have Revenge of the Nerds. Memorized. What I'm, yeah, right. <laughs> what I'm realizing right now is there's a, a fucking real chance that I've seen this movie more than any other really? movie I've ever oh, seen in awesome. my life, dude. <laughs> I I might need some therapy. For that. <laughs> it was great. Everyone should no, check it's it so out. Fucking it's funny, it's dude. really funny, and you could tell these guys are kind of breaking into to a comedy uh, realm that was filled with like Saturday Night Live people and everything. No, like they that. created this whole this, this whole, whole genre. genre yeah. was them. You and couldn't have the Farley brothers before the Zucker brothers. No, the Farley brothers clearly were were kind of fans of the Zucker brothers. Right, and, and we'll I mean, do a pod on them someday. Oh, too, for sure. And great. people tried to continue past the mm. Farley brothers, but it just they just didn't have yeah. what. It, that I don't. That, magical it was dying potion. right around. Not another teen movie. People were sick yeah. of it. Yeah, that was like no oh, epic, superhero movie, epic movie. Yeah, yeah. epic movie. That's dude, when that it was, died. That was the worst. They like, could rehash this in the realm of hey, remember the '90s stuff, but you'd have to bring back some serious actors, and you'd have to, you'd have to do something similar. They they are doing something right now under their IMDb page. It's upcoming, and I think they're both involved in it. Well, the the Pat guy. As is, long as it's not Ghost, so too. Pat. Proft, I'm going to remember him because he's the guy who created uh, Police Academy. He did mm. several of the Police Academies. He wrote screenplays. I'm not sure. I don't think he directed any. He was a major writer. And that's who Jim Abrams took on after he left uh, working with the Zucker Brothers. And if I look on here, I'm pretty sure... Does that Pat guy have a, a Twitter? He's also on the, he, the upcoming... He's also uh, had a list for the upcoming Police Academy because I do in the... Uh, Thank you. That's that's that all I needed thing. to know. Well, the movie that makes to check up for on the Black here, Widow. The movie to check on here is going to be directed. Uh, here's the crew. So the director is Jim Abrams, and the writer is Jim Abrams and uh, Pat Prophet. So they are doing a new movie, and it's called Balls of Courage. Oh yes. <laughs> so that sounds right up there. Yeah, so absolutely. Keep dude. your eyes out for Balls of Courage. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, let's go into their big dog where they just they came on because. Kentucky Fried movie wasn't seen by everybody. No. It no. wasn't like a breakthrough movie where, I mean, it is if you saw it, but yeah. in 77, it probably played in those small theaters I and everything bet. wherever they could play it. I don't even know how my brother found it. Yeah, you know we I mean? watched it on cable. It was uh-huh. played on cable a yeah. lot. We never had the VHS for it. Yeah. I love the VHS. It's got that uh, that poster. Oh, this was a, he, really good. it was a dubbed one. Oh, it was a dubbed one. Yeah. <laughs> was there uh, anything else on that? No, disc? just just, just the Kentucky one. Fried uh, movie. Yeah. Oh man, we always had we always had three. Per, per disc so it was super exciting when we got one from somebody mm-hmm. we were like hey lend me Robocop and I was like holy shit this got Robocop Lethal Weapon and oh, Last yeah. Boy Scout on it except for the ending <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> for the ending <laughs> but, uh, so many of those ran I out of tape man yeah I had I remember so many times taping something after Empire Strikes Back until I found something that I wasn't going to tape. I eventually found Back to the Future and taped it right after my uh, my disc that had uh, or my tape that had Empire Strikes Back on it. That the last six minutes were missing on it. Ah, oh, that sucks. Yeah, I remember the exact moment where it <laughs> cuts off. Yeah, Catholic high school girls in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
I want that movie made now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the uh, what the Edgar Wright when they did those fake trailers before Death Proof and everything, and then they decided, hey, let's go do Machete and yeah, shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That. I need that with Catholic. I'm still girls. waiting on. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm still waiting on Machete in space, though. Yeah, you'll be waiting a while. I think on that one. I think it might happen. You're gonna someday. see Machete in the nursing home, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I would watch. Yeah, right. <laughs> Big time with some Bubba it's called Hotel. Bubba Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next movie, 1980. This was a huge... My parents loved this movie. Oh, yeah, I think everyone's great. parents loved it. And yeah. it, they they were definitely over the top, but they weren't as over the top as you got later in their career, obviously, it was 1980s Airplane. Yeah. Are you like, serious? Surely you can't be serious. So apparently, <laughs> the uh, they had nothing. Neither had anything to do with Airplane 2. In a, I didn't realize that. I was going to ask you why it wasn't Apparently, it's a point of here. contention with them that they... I don't think they've seen it. It was one of those really? things where they might not have been allowed to make it. They've it was seen a, it by now. It was a bad thing and everything. And it's a shame that they haven't, if that's true, because whoever did it kept it very close. I didn't know to, until to probably the point today. Where they, you would have thought that it was the same guys. Yeah. And I watched the second one more than the first. I, I watched the first a lot, but the second one I really enjoyed. Yeah. I love the second one. The one with Shatner oh, yeah, abs- and space and yeah. all that stuff and the girls going through the uh, metal detectors at the beginning. And, uh, well, and, it was and so I just, great I just want to say, good luck. We're all counting on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you when you rewatch Airplane, you're like, wow, this is probably is like the best movie, uh, like most solid movie that they did. And that, until you watch Naked Gun, you're like, oh man, Naked Gun is really a solid ass movie. Hell yes, it is. But really, Airplane and Naked Gun and and probably Ruthless People are mm-hmm. their their most. Well, Ruthless People wasn't completely ridiculous through all of it like Hot Shots was or yeah, Mafia yeah. or, or something. No, it was ones. a real movie. It was a real movie, and yeah. so was Naked Gun. I don't know if they were even planning on doing a sequel to that or not. Yeah. Uh, but Airplane, uh, but the problem with Airplane 2, they did rehash a lot of the same clips and stuff with it to the point where you were wondering if you were, and they did it because of the courtroom scene. Remember, it was in the courtroom scene, and yeah. they were referring to number one, so they ended up showing probably a good 15 minutes of number one and number two. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Oh. It was crazy. That was the only problem. That's why people confused what was on what, because yeah. two had so much about I love the dance scene. Oh, the Saturday Night the Fever? Bar. Yeah, with the two Girl Scouts oh. that are fighting and shit. Oh. I love Julie Haggerty. Julie Haggerty, this was the first movie she ever did, and then she went on to What About Bob, and we saw her in several things. Noises Off, she was on. And uh, Robert Hayes. I'm not sure what else I had seen Robert Hayes Which on. Was he? he was oh, the main guy, Striker. Yeah, 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 Striker. What was Striker. really interesting Striker, about this movie... Striker, 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 <laughs> slap! <laughs> ...is somehow the... Uh, Jim Abrams and the Zucker Brothers convinced three of the most serious actors in yes, the world. Yes. They had not even done anything remotely funny. That's so great. Remotely funny. And that's Robert Stack, who most people remember from like Unsolved Mysteries yeah, absolutely. and The Untouchables. Ding, 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 Lloyd, ding. Lloyd Bridges, who had been uh, a famous kind of Kurt Douglas type actor for years. And then... Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, <laughs> he's, definitely, he's definitely on that list too. But I was thinking more... Uh, what, what's his Leslie uh, Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen, yeah. sorry. And Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen had been straight lay, straight lay. Yeah, no, I love the story about. Yeah, there was several stories I had heard. I, there was some guy who hung out with the Zucker brothers, where they told, where they he was just picking their brain about the Naked Gun movies mm-hmm. and everything, and maybe they mentioned this in um, 
other kind of uh, interviews before, but he said Leslie just, he didn't get it. He was trying to play funny and they had to tell him, they said, no, he said, just play it straight. Play yeah. it like you believe it. This is, this is completely 100% normal to you. Yeah. And we'll just let the scene carry out on itself and it'll be funny. And yeah. once he got it, they gave him no direction yeah. after that. Oh there was stuff with, uh, I think Robert Stack did not want to do it at all. And his, um, no, it was Peter Graves, the the pilot. Yeah. The Mission Impossible yeah. guy. He didn't want to do it at all, but his grandchildren and his wife thought the script was so funny. He said, you've got to do it. In a Turkish and I could see why the apprehension on it, <laughs> yeah. the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they got to work everybody in, man. The, yeah. Uh, uh, Mrs. Cleaver, the Leave of Beaver, yeah. speaking jive. Yeah. <laughs> Relax, blood. <laughs> <laughs> that might not be right either. <laughs> Anymore, I don't know. But, man, I, it you... You weren't introduced to that type of like spoofing. Excuse me, stewardess. <laughs> I speak jive. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like cream in your coffee? No, I like it black, like, like my man. Yeah. <laughs> there was just so much little funny things going oh, yeah. on during the whole thing. And, and then they set up, apparently it was based on, there was a movie called Zero Hour, I think it was called, which was the whole movie, like a guy that had to take over the plane, but it was serious. So they're making it like how they're making. Oh, I'm thinking of the towering inferno. No, that was uh, that was them in a skyscraper trying to yeah get off. That was uh, yeah. Well, they did the airport movies eventually later on. Airport part, movies. The, that's the, yeah. what it was. But this apparently, like a lot of the dialogue is straight out of Zero Hour. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm gonna have to find that DVD because it would be really cool to see, see which airplane parts? as like straight lights and yeah. everything, where you're not seeing Julie Hergerty blow up the uh, the autopilot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just. Stewardess, is there something you're not telling us? <laughs> not everything. We're also out of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but in like the second one where they get ejected into space and they get the Hal the robot. Yeah. And they got, man, there was so much good stuff in oh, that yeah, second dude. one. There really was. Now, was it the second one where they turned into Jello? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. <laughs> Simon's turned to Jello. Yeah. They just cut. Juk, 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 juk. Oh, but it's the first one where that girl is plugged up to the IV. And the nun gets the guitar oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and sits down and starts yep. singing a song. And the plane, everybody on the plane is cheerful and <laughs> clapping along. And she swings the guitar and pulls the IV out from the girl. And like her face starts oh, puckering man. up and shit. And she like is able to put it back in. And she finally gets back to normal. And she swings the <laughs> guitar again. Or when the girl starts going crazy about like, I've got to get off this plane. Oh, yeah, I've got yeah. to get off they this plane. In the line. And there's literally a line of 30 people. He's like, I'm a doctor. I'll handle this. And he just starts shaking her. Settle down, <laughs> settle down. And he slaps her three times. And one of the stewardesses comes up and goes, doctor, you're needed in the front of the cabin. And she just starts beating her ass. And like, they've got like somebody with a billy club yeah, and pipe. somebody with a pipe and a mace. <laughs> a gun. Like, yeah, a gun, like, <laughs> All women and uh, uh, dudes. One of the, uh, the guy who stole the movie for me, we haven't even mentioned, Stephen mm. Stucker, who was, uh, he was... Johnny. Yeah, he was the uh, guy that was with Lloyd Bridges. That Johnny, just what went, can you make of this? <laughs> well, I can make a hat or I can make a boat. Here's some information, Look, there's a too. sale at Pennies. He died really young. He died yeah. uh, because he died of AIDS. He was figured, one of the first yeah, guys I, I that I knew that, that had before. died of AIDS. Yeah. But he improvised every single line. There was nothing written. Did he really? Every single line, in, and he just had just as many, if not better, in number two. His yeah. lines were just crazy. Oh, yeah. They just let him go off and he is so funny as a kid i yeah. loved him. oh my god he was bro. like every time he came on uh catch me up what's going on well first the dinosaurs <laughs> yeah. then they got big and fat and they died <laughs> uh, 
I fucking love that shit. He was so good. In the background, too. Apparently, there was a line where he was like, uh, he said something about Mamie Eisenhower. Uh, he's like, this is as crazy at a night at Mamie Eisenhower, and apparently she had died like two months before this movie was going to be released. Uh So they overdubbed him saying Mr. Rogers. So there's a scene in it when he says Mr. Rogers, and apparently uh, if you look at him, you could see him, he's saying like Mamie Eisenhower. No kidding. (laughs) It's always crazy. They've done that before. They did that on that Dr. Strangelove where they were talking about having a good time in Dallas and, uh, Kennedy had just been killed in Dallas. Oh, wow. So they, they overdubbed. They could have had a good time in Vegas. Uh-huh. So it was interesting how they used to do that little shift at the very end. Yeah. Yeah, I loved Airplane, man. I, I was super excited when they did the second one, and the second one was just as good for me, man. Yeah. I loved it. No, I really didn't know that it wasn't their movie. We don't have a cockpit. We have a bridge. Yeah. Why are not informed on these things? <laughs> when he opens that door. I love it. Uh, All right. And this next one I have an interesting story about too. So I love this next one. 1984's Top Secret. Yeah. They played it on HBO incessantly. Yeah. So I watched it a Dave lot. knows a little German. Yeah, he does a little German. <laughs> these guys like their little people jokes, man. Yeah. They had another one in uh, Mafia that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Say hello to my little friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this came out the exact June 8th. 1984. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters came out June 8th, 1984. No shit. They both came out the same day. My mom brought me and both my brothers and my I dad. You say, yeah. I'm... And my mom and dad went to see Top Secret while we went and saw Ghostbusters. Yeah. And they ended and we could, we freaked out. Yeah. We couldn't wait to go back. And I think we went back with them the next weekend or maybe later in the week. Yeah. They had heard the, the hubbub on the news and everything. How it was the biggest movie in the yeah. world. Oh, so and good. They said that they hated Top Secret. They was like, this was the worst movie in the world. And there's a great line at the end of the movie. And I always remember this because you always remember those stories of where someone shouted out in a movie theater, even mm-hmm. though you fucking hate it when they do it. But yeah. every once in a while, it's just like so perfect. Oh, and- yeah, I've got one. <laughs> yeah. uh, it wasn't me, but I've got one. You know? <laughs> and so apparently there's a line in the movie that, well, there is. I, there's a line in the movie where the, uh, Val Kilmer's talking to the uh, the heroine. And she's like, this is just like something out of a bad movie. And they turn to the turn camera. To look- the screen and look at the screen yeah. well right when that was said you heard someone in the background say you could say that again and oh, just got shit. up and walked out oh <laughs> shit you had one when someone yelled out oh yeah dude it was uh was it, it was lionheart oh, with uh jean-claude van damme wow my brother that could be more random than that dude, dude my brother his best friend josh and i went to go see that in the theater there was literally four or five other people yeah. in the theater and these Two people decided they were going to sit in the same row as us, mm-hmm. or I guess they sat right behind us and all the way down against the wall. And when the fight scenes would start to go on, the guy would get like really excited. Oh, I remember you telling me this. Yeah, yeah. keep continuing. This is a great yeah. story. And so by the end of the movie for the final fight scene, this guy was like punching the back of the seat That's like as hilarious. hard as he could and finally stood up and started kneeing it and was just going, Kick his ass, Lionheart! <laughs> and I mean, we were just in shock. Like this, like we didn't even know what to do, but we were laughing and looking and laughing I mean, and watching. It's kind of endearing that someone is that into oh, a yeah. fucking movie, man, yeah. That they would um, go off like that. And and I don't know if his girl like told him to settle down or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but he did finally settle down. And like again during the end fight, somebody in the back of the theater who saw him doing what he was doing, like because the guy in the in the movie has big sideburns, and some guy just goes. 
rip his sideburn off and like we just started laughing our ass uh, off dude it was hysterical bro it's like one of my I, my favorite lines i'll yell around the house every once in a while if i hear the cat scuffling or everything i'll yeah. scream kick his ass see bass yeah, <laughs> yeah. my girl has no idea who's uh, the dead man through the salt <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a I think that was a dual joke too wasn't it in Dumb and Dumber but also in Kingpin I think because in Kingpin when they said it I think it was Roger Clemens oh it might have been yeah Roger Clemens yeah uh, was kick his ass that's fucking hysterical (laughs) I don't think I ever put that together yeah I think it's in both films that's awesome Uh, top secret. Top secret. Yeah, man. <laughs> we got off on a rant there. Val Kilmer. I liked Val Kilmer, man. And it was a musical, yeah. technically. Yeah, it's probably one of the few that Justin digs. Yeah, uh, it was silly as hell, man. It had its risque moments for yeah. sure. I, I loved it. Yeah, this was so much and, fun. I, I think I've said previously there were there were movies that my family and I watched like over the summer. Yeah, yeah. And this was one of them one summer. It's a good summer, man. Yeah, we um I don't remember if we owned it or we would go to the beach and there was like a little video store there and we must have owned oh, those it. Those are the like, best, man. Oh, yeah, bro. Uh, we, we had a uh, little video store up in the Cape Cod where we used to just walk to to yeah. get that. And like I remember the summer it was Top Secret and Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail. Yeah. And those were the two we watched. It must have been summer. 85. It must have been the year right after they came out. Possibly. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd have been I'd have been like five or four. Oh, so it could have been several years. So it was probably yeah, closer yeah. to like 88, yeah, 89, yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. But uh, but yeah, dude, the, we watched this summer. Latrine! We watched this. What was the other one? This um, one and what? Uh, Monty Python's Search for the Holy Grail. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, be, the previous to that was, uh, I forget which one it is, the guy with the big the big fat guy that eats at the end and throws oh, yeah, up yeah, and yeah. the fish what, are what watching the him. Meaning of Life? Meaning of Life, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's that was, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird when you have certain summers or years and everything that you really remember watching specific movies. I remember when... I remember when Big came out on uh, VHS that mm-hmm. I just went insane with it. Oh, where people were like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same with Adventures in Babysitting. I watched Adventures I in Babysitting movie, over dude. and over and yeah, over again. Absolutely. But th- that was the good thing about HBO and stuff like Top Secret where y- you know they're going to play it tomorrow or they're going to pay it three days later yeah. and you'll catch a little bit more of a scene from you it. Can, you can essentially watch it like three times yeah. a week. And right? once again, they got really good actors in some of these scenes. Like Peter Cushing played the guy that had the uh, the big... Friggin, uh, magnifying, magnifying glass, glass in his eye. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that was like with Darth Vader in Star Wars. So they oh, like shit, pulled yeah. him out of the. Uh, and Michael Goth was uh, Alfred in Batman, the '89 Batman. Oh, really? He was the guy that was in the prison in this. The, her dad, that was like the nuclear scientist. Uh huh. That's who uh, Michael Goth was. No uh, Alfred, shit. Yep. And yeah, basically, what was he? He was like a singer. He was like a Frankie Avalon or Elvis uh, type, like Elvis type. Yeah. I guess that's better of a comparison. Yeah. Where he was visiting Germany. The whole movie was in Germany, and yeah. they just made fun of. I mean, they made fun of Germans. They made fun of French people. They made fun of black people. They, yeah. they just hit on all of them, like like most of these movies did. Yeah. And uh, uh, the women with big boobs. Uh, yeah, but it was also it was a silly war comedy. Yeah, too, it was you know? basically kind of like uh, I'm sure they have a more direct comparison. Harrison, but What's it made the, me think of like the Great Escape. That's what I was going to say with the motorcycle. Yeah, right? with the motorcycle. That's that's. I mean, that's what he it does is. that stunt exactly. It, so it definitely yeah. has like most of these. It's it's like a 
a fusion of like five or six. Right. Uh, and some of them you can really tell. Mm-hmm. Like when you get the scary movie, you know exactly which movies they're yeah. spoofing. Oh, yeah. Where back then you were like, eh, could be Zero Hour, could be this. <laughs> uh, yeah, what are some of the some of your like favorite scenes from Top Secret? Um, so, basically, that's what all these are, man. They're just what scene were you looking forward to? Yeah, well, and it's it's the quotes you remember too. That's true and, too. and and I don't remember too many quotes from this, but like I I remember like grenade. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Latrine, like you chocolate know. de mousse. <laughs> yeah, oh god, yeah, dude. Um, but it was just the the satirical comedy yeah. and the one liners and the stuff with a cow. Oh, wow. Where they wore the cow suit. Yeah. <laughs> the guy, one guy was in the front, one guy was in the back. Yeah. They had the boots on the uh, cow and they were trying to get in there. And, and didn't like another cow show yep, up? Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> another right. bull showed up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah. love when, uh, remember they, uh, oh, it was a famous actor too. It was like the actor who played, oh, Omar Sharif, I think is the actor it was, mm-hmm. that uh, was crushed in the car. And remember he showed up in the hotel room and fell. He was fell, still crushed. It was, it was like a big square. <laughs> yeah. And when the girl leaned over him and everything, the antenna went up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Every time yeah. I hear Tutti Frutti, the song Tutti Frutti, mm-hmm. all I can think of is is Top Secret. And well, isn't that what he sings when they're in like yeah, the, they're at the, the restaurant? Yeah, or the something? restaurant and where he, he first shows up and everything. Yeah. And it, they're they he thinks they're announcing him, but they're announcing somebody else. Right. And he stands up and he gets to the band. He's like, "You play this." And I'm mean, obviously most people know Tutti Frutti as like a uh, uh, little Richard, little Richard song. Yeah. But every time I hear it, I yeah. I just hear Val Kilmer. That's so funny, dude. It was really really good, man. And this was the first time we heard Val Kilmer sing too. Yeah, I mean, he can sing. Dude. Oh, obviously. I yeah. mean, he went on to do the Doors. Yeah. Uh, because of it. So I remember you telling that story. I think it's a fucking awesome story about how. He sent the director oh, yeah. the the tape. Sent Oliver on, Stone. Yeah, it said on one side it's the doors, on the other side it's me. And tell it, me which one's which. Yeah, and, and they were both him. Yeah, they're both. Like, him. It was so fucking genius, dude. <laughs> really good, man. Uh, he was funny in it, man, and it's a big thing for him. Like he did do silly comedies. He did Real Genius, obviously, which was kind of a silly comedy. But then at some point after like Top Secret. He did not do comedy anymore. No. You know, I mean, he did Well, he did that Batman stuff. movie. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. That was a, that was a joke. <laughs> he did MacGruber. Yeah, he did he, MacGruber. But there wasn't really I mean, any... he could play comic, comically funny. He just was a lot bigger into... Once Top Gun happened, yeah. I think he was just like, yeah, I think I need to go this route for a yeah. while. I'm, Top Secret was not received well. No, no. I mean, I, if you were into that type of thing, it was. You, it's the only your bread people other than my. I miss you most of all, Scarecrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only people I've ever heard talk about that movie, other than my brother who watched it that summer yeah. with me, is you and Dave. Yeah. Like I've, I've never had be, anybody uh, else say like, "Oh, have you ever seen Top Secret?" Like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you know, like people should be watching it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, this next one. Now, this was a huge movie for us growing up. My father loved this movie. My mother. I loved this movie and we watched it all the time and that was 1986 Ruthless People I've got a confession to make oh god this is gonna horrify me isn't it <laughs> I've only seen this once oh, okay well that's not as bad but... I've seen oh, it once not done yet <laughs> <laughs> and it was probably 30 years oh. ago yeah, this movie is so fun. It's, dude. it's funny. It's memorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to rewatch it, man. Yeah, because we watched it a lot growing up. My mm. dad loved it, and my dad quoted it, and he wasn't—he uh, didn't quote a whole lot of movies. But man, Danny DeVito. This was one of Danny DeVito's best things. One of Bette Midler's yeah. best things. Judge Reinhold was great. Love Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Helen Sh- uh, Sh- Helen uh, Slater. Yeah, I think it's Helen yeah. Slater. She played Supergirl, and she was uh, the girl from uh, Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, yeah. yeah. I still haven't seen that. Fair is fair. 
Still haven't seen it. See, I'm the only one that knows that quote. Yeah. I'm the only one. No, I want to lost on that one. You're making me feel really lonely. There's like a couple movies that you have recommended that are on my list on my phone that Mm -hmm. I have not seen that I need to own when it when it comes across. And the Billy Jean's one of them in the uh, the White Summer, one the one with Sean Ashton. Uh, oh yeah, in, um, in the woods. And yeah, yeah. The, uh, the white river, water rafting. Whitewater rafting. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Yeah, so that's a good one, dude. List. You're missing out. <laughs> I'm bud. missing out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love ruthless people, man. It was a, such a brilliant script, yeah. you know, where Danny DeVito played somebody who was he was just a scumbag who. I love the way he says Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's just a scumbag, man. He was like uh, his character from Taxi. If he was just kind of uh rich mixed <laughs> mixed with his character from uh it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah, yeah, yeah. he could totally just be frank later on in yeah, life yeah, you know? that's what he, went on to when he lost all the money because the mom did die like. yeah. so he's this rich prick that's cheating on his wife who's bet midler bet midler's yeah. actually the real money maker in this he's just right. kind of suckering off her uh and he's having an affair with the, with another woman who's having an affair with Bill Pullman. Yeah. So there's oh, this whole right. crazy thing going on. a tennis instructor? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think he, he is. He's an idiot. Too, yeah, he's which so is, dumb. It's, not, like, it's probably the last time you'll ever see Bill Pullman play someone that stupid. Yeah. And, and he played Lone Star. Lone Star yeah. <laughs> but he was like, really, I'm robbing you. That's his, <laughs> his great line from, uh, from Ruthless People. Yeah. Uh, but... So he comes up with this idea that he's going to uh, he he is going to hire somebody to or he's going to kill his wife himself. He's sick of it. He's got an idea that he's going to take her up to like on the in California on one of the big cliffs yeah. and just throw her off and everything. Yeah. And uh, his the woman that he's uh, sleeping with, she's an uh, opportunist too, and she's obviously sleeping with Bill Pullman. Comes to him and says, "Hey." Go up to that canyon with your video camera and tape him uh, killing his wife, and yeah. then we can blackmail him and everything. Right. So that was the original plan. And then you went off, and uh, Danny DeVito comes home. He's going to uh, uh, kill uh, Bette Midler, and everything's going to be perfect. And when he comes home, he gets a phone call, and it turns out his wife was kidnapped. Uh, yeah. And, it's uh, Judge Reinhold telling him, hey, we've got your wife, and we want this amount of money, and you have this many days to do it and everything. And he gets off the phone, and he's fucking thrilled. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. My problem just got taken care of. Well, that news didn't get to the other person, so you still got Bill Pullman going out at night videotaping That's it. That's right. So yeah. someone goes, someone pulls up that he doesn't know what Sam is uh, Danny DeVito's character looks, uh-huh. looks like. He doesn't know what Sam looks like. Right. Uh, there was no Google or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so he goes up there and he sees somebody that he assumes is Sam, but it's actually the chief of police. That's right. I, couldn't, I thought it was the mayor or something No, he's like the chief that. of police, and he's got a hooker up there, and he says, I, I like a woman that screams a lot. <laughs> so he turns the video camera on, and she's screaming bloody hell, and Bill Pullman's so stupid, he thinks he's killing her. Yeah, that's right. And then he gets back, he's like, it's horrible. Yeah. He, just, <laughs> he, was, he just, he enjoyed it so much. <laughs> <laughs> and she starts watching it, but can't get into it. It's, it was too horrible, so yeah. she put it away. So she still thinks that Danny DeVito killed his wife. Right. And is planning to black mail him and everything and then eventually goes to the cops uh and ends up going to the cop that's right i'll send you the tape and he watches it and he thinks he's getting black right yeah because obviously oh, the tape is of him it's so it's great this dude. crazy crazy thing and then on top of that 
Bette Midler is gets to know her kidnappers. She, she yeah. like befriends Judge Reinhold's Helen Slater, who are like the nicest people in the world. Yeah, and then because Bette Midler gets so bored down in the basement, she, she starts, starts working, working out. out. Yeah. So they started her in like a fat suit. Really, yeah, in the movie. And oh, they, did they? Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. They started that. her in the fat suit, and they uh-huh. just got less and less of it. Uh, the more she lost yeah, weight, I, I just, I, I mean, it was the thinnest she ever was in her oh, really? life. Yeah, she looked really tiny in this uh-huh. movie. Because remember, they he, Helen Slater brought those dresses down to her because Helen Slater. The whole reason she was, she was kidnapped, designer. and she was a clothes designer that uh, was screwed out of her patent for some of her things by her and her husband, assuming that she knew something about it, and she knew nothing about it. Right, and she's like, "Wait, someone uh, screwed you out?" Yeah, and uh, obviously, Bette Midler was not happy that they were like, were "Like, well, when can I go home?" Well, when your husband pays the ransom, he says, "He's," she's like, "How much is the ransom? A hundred thousand? He says, well, that shouldn't be any problem. He says, yeah, well, he, he kind of complained. He's he, like, what? He complained? Yeah. <laughs> and then she says, then we moved it down to 50000 and he complained again. He's, she's like, let me get this right. Oh, Am God. I being marked down? Yeah. <laughs> I've been kidnapped by Kmart. Yeah. <laughs> and remember on top of that, there's like a, a serial killer going around town. Yeah. And the bedroom killer yeah. is what it was. And it, it was played by that guy from, I don't know how well you remember, Alien Resurrection. He was the, uh, he was, remember she was playing basketball. He was the tall doctor that came in and stopped the whole thing. He was also in uh, Miller's Crossing. He played the main hitman. He was a big dude, really big dude. I'm th- I think I'm thinking of the serial killer from uh, that Stallone movie. The guy with the super square No, no, jaw. not that guy. That guy's massive too. He's yeah. Cool. Uh, no, this guy's got dark hair and dark features. Yeah. I can't remember him. Me neither. Uh, yeah. Anyways, he plays the bedroom killer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great scene where he comes he comes to the door, remember, and he's like, you look like my mother. I hate, hate my, my mother. mother. Yeah, and yeah. And then sees Judge Reinhold, and Judge Reinhold, and he looks at Judge Reinhold, you look like my father. Yeah. I hate my father. Yeah. And then he lunges at him and falls down the stairs and, like, breaks his neck. And then, That's right. And then Bette Miller comes up and he says, she says, I look like his mother. He hates his mother, and you look like his father. He says, so this is what our kid would look like. That's a pretty strong argument for birth control. <laughs> so then they had this great, like, setup where they were like, and I won't go into the whole thing, but they were like, so she is so pissed at Danny DeVito, and we're like, well, we're going to get Danny DeVito to pay all his money, yeah. you know, and then we're going to get away with it, and we'll split it. And they come up with this great thing. That phone call that they that's, make. That's the one thing I remember overall, dude. Oh, my God. Like, with the baloney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Tell with the, the uh, he so it looked like he wanted to make it look like he was torturing her. Yeah, yeah. So they call Danny DeVito and they tell him like you're gonna pay, you're gonna pay, and you know he's basically like I'm not fucking paying you. And so they take some bologna and fry it in the pan, and they keep mashing it down on the heat so it sizzles, and, and Bette Midler just keeps on fucking screaming and <laughs> giving shit. away shit. Oh, God. <laughs> He's got a pinky ring diamond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he knows everything, and uh, Dane DeVito is furious, yeah. man. Ah, oh, furious. Oh, so fucking that, funny, it's dude. It's such a rewarding ending, too. I, man, I might have to watch this this weekend. It's just I, so great. I just remember the, like... All the police showing up. Yep. And, uh, the great music that was playing uh-huh. when they're racing through the city. And he's, I'm not going to jail. I'm not going to jail. And he's wearing that like uh, clown, that half clown mask that just includes the top part of the yeah. nose and everything. It was brilliant, man. Yeah. It was a brilliant script. And I'm, did he write, all three of them write this? I, I wrote down a key here to know who wrote this. No, uh, he just directed this. This was Jim Abrams just directed Ruthless People by uh-huh. himself. Who wrote it? I'm not sure. You I thought Danny DeVito wrote it. No, I don't no? think so. I don't think he's written anything. I don't think he's written a, uh, a film before. 
Really? Yeah, not that I know of. Look up Ruth. Uh, I can look up. Who Ruth's wrote, who wrote War of the uh, War of the Roses? Oh, he directed a whole shitload. Oh, you maybe think he might have wrote that though. Maybe that's what it was. Though. Uh, this was written by yeah, I don't know who it is, Dan Loner and Q. But yeah, look up War of the Roses, or I can look up Dane DeVito actually from right here and see if, uh, what he's written. I can do this real quick here actually. Filmography. Mm-hmm. He's only got four writing credits. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing. But he's huh. directed a shitload. Like, 24 things he's directed. Uh, I'll just mention the ones that we I've heard of. Death the Smoochie, Matilda, Hoffa, War of the Roses, Throw Mama from the Train, uh, that ratings game movie. That was with him and Rhea Perlman. That was way back in the day. And then he, I guess he wrote three episodes of Taxi. Huh. He always had a warped kind of sense of humor. Yeah, man. no, dude, that's why he's so great and yeah. always sunny, dude. Yeah, <laughs> he, he is perfect for that. All right, this next one, this is where everything changed, man. I remember getting this VHS, and I owned it, and I watched it incessantly. I thought it was so great. Probably one of the best openings of any movie. Oh, the siren and the... Yeah, yeah, but poli- even before that, remember there, he, he infiltrates the... And this is Naked Gun, 1988. Yeah. He infiltrates the meeting of the world villains. Remember, you oh, got... Oh, yeah. You got... Uh, a, What's his name? Uh, Idi Amin and Gaddafi and Gorbachev and or Gorbachev is just like I actually got the uh, the Americans to think I'm a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's serving him water and he's wearing like a, a, a one of the one of the turban. Uh, the turbans. Yeah. And uh, at one point he just busts off and it's Leslie Nielsen as Frank Drebin and he beats the shit out of everybody. That's right. Has yeah. one of the best scenes where he grabs uh, Gorbachev's head and puts him in a headlock and rubs wipes the, it off. Wipes yeah. The Knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when he turns around, he hits Gaddafi, and the, his uh, his turban falls off, and he's got like a pink mohawk. That's right. Yeah. And he just does one of those like uh, the crazy cartoon like, punches. Yeah. It, it was awesome, and then yeah, it just busted into that siren that oh, went down. So it, it went all the way around like was, houses. And, yeah, it was like running through yeah. like dinner carts yeah. and shit and like roller that. coasters. It went down <laughs> yeah. in alleys, and then eventually just like parked right at the donut shop. Yeah. Oh, God, they opened man. all of them that way. The yeah. second one too. I'm not. I'm not as familiar with the third one. I didn't put the third one on this list, even uh-huh. though they they were kind of. That's the one with uh, Anna Nicole Smith and. Yeah, uh, Fred I know I've Ward. seen it. Yeah, Fred, and uh, the lady that makes the tuna noodle casserole from Gremlins too. She's the mom. Oh, the mom from yeah. uh, from Gremlins. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, oh! I know who you're talking from, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the she's the mom of. Yeah, the Dick gang. Miller's like wife. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've only seen that a few times. That was about when I was about done with, the, uh, yeah. with several of those. Uh, they kind of exhausted. I do like number two and uh, two and a half, though. We'll talk about that in a second, though. Yeah, Naked Gun was awesome. I love the music. I yeah. love the feel of it. It was so like that TV series that I had seen. I had seen the the police uh, files of the police squad before this, so I knew it was just a movie from that. Yeah, and that's why it always had that name, Naked Gun, from the files of the police squad. Right. Yeah. Uh, really, really funny. Yeah, I just I figured that was just like a subtitle for yeah. the movie. Yeah. Like, it was, that's, it was that's good, crazy. and there's a lot of those same bits they used in Naked Gun that they used uh, in that TV. Series, they, mm-hmm. they were like, No one's seen this TV series, let's yeah. just put him in the movie. No, um, who was the guy that played Ed? Ed, oh, yeah, George Kennedy. Yeah, it, that oh. was I, it's like they take an actor who's never done it before and they just love to put him in there. He's so great, he dude. was probably the best sidekick. Oh my god, what about man. the other sidekick? Isn't, uh, there an, isn't there another sidekick in this I, movie? Uh, we need to send what? Rex Kramer in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the juice, the juice. This oh, is... Jay. Wow, man. Uh, he was hysterical in this. He too. would outrun that Rex Kramer, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't use him a whole lot in this no, one. A lot no. more in the second one and probably 
even more so in the third. But yeah. uh, this, the he was used just at the beginning and at the end, and just for comedy at like the yeah. hospital. Now let's see. The first one was where he was supposed to kill the queen, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. not him, Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had to stress. I had it on the other day. I was telling my wife, I said, "You don't know how famous Reggie Jackson was. That's yeah. what made this so funny." Dude. Yeah. I was like, he was one of the biggest kind of stars. He was the veteran who was still playing amongst right. the youngsters out yeah. there. So it was really funny that they kept his name and his face off screen until they panned up on him and you're yeah. like holy shit it's Reggie, Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson dude. Yeah that was Rico Palazzo. Yeah. <laughs> so many great I, I loved um, when he's singing the Star Spangled Banner and he just doesn't even know any of the words Oh man all. he's just making them up and they're showing Enrico all tied up in, 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 in the dressing room freaking yeah. out. Enrico Palazzo did it. Get him. And that was uh, the Pee Wee Herman uh, Francis from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh that's shouted, right. It's Enrico yeah. Palazzo. Yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, Priscilla Presley was great in this oh, movie yeah, man. Dude. And she had not done shit. I mean, people oh, just no. knew her as Elvis's wife, yeah, man. This is the first time I ever Probably saw her. one of the best like business ladies out there too. What she did with Elvis's estate, apparently that was they were going under, and she's the one who decided to make Graceland into like a museum. Oh, really? And they were like, she took like the last bit of money that they had after Elvis died and mm-hmm. put it into that, and turned like ten million dollars into like uh, whatever it is now. Yeah, I mean, it's insane. That's Probably awesome. A billion dollar business. So. Yeah, uh, really smart on her, but. Dolly Parton was I, like, damn, that's a good idea. So she must have had some sort of comedy chops that someone had seen because she was really good. I mean, she didn't have to play as silly in it. No, it's like you said. I mean, that's the thing is just, they can take these people we'll and just, just say... write the situation. And you play it serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the comedy will take care I of think itself. probably the hardest part was them not laughing between takes. Oh, you I'm know? sure, dude. I'd love to see outtakes I know, from this all seems of like, these, bro. Uh, this seems like this should be like Cannonball Run that has those running or like Rush Hour. I love when oh, Rush Hour yeah, did dude. it. Uh, some of the best clips were from that. And this, I guarantee you, there is like on the cutting floor so many crazy takes. Oh from my this. gosh, dude. Like just acting opposite Leslie Nielsen, I could not fucking keep a straight face. Yeah. Hey, nice beaver. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I just got it stuffed. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff with him and like the police chief, that uh, the lady police chief. Oh, yeah. Who was like Tony Soprano's mom. In That's the right. Yeah, damn. I and forgot about I, that. I had never seen her in anything until this and she was hilarious. Uh, like, I don't want any trouble like we had on the West Side, which is a straight up joke about Dirty Harry. That's what the, uh, oh, really? that's what the mayor said to Dirty Harry and Dirty Harry, in, in actual Dirty Harry, yeah. he's like, uh, well, when I see a naked man with an erection uh, chasing a woman down an alley with a butcher knife, I kill the son of a bitch. That's yeah. my policy. Yeah, and that's the exact thing they did when he was uh, in Naked Gun. He was like, "Well, when I see two, uh, when I see a group of ten people uh, killing somebody in the uh, in the center of Central Park, I shoot the bastard." That's my policy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a reenactment of Julius Caesar in the park. You moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he left his mic on and went to take a piss? Oh, uh, yes, That was dude. like the first of many. I mean, Austin Powers would not have done that yeah. before Naked Oh, that was so fucking funny. It was really good. <laughs> you can tell he, he missed the toilet. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Oh, man. I, I love everything when they get to the baseball game just makes me smile. You yeah. know, once they get to the baseball game and they play that Randy Newman, I love LA while yes. risking everybody. Yeah. And they use the actual players, man. I remember having those players cards. That's awesome. And so you could tell that they, Los Angeles uh, angels. And I think it was the Mariners. I think they were playing hmm. in the game, but yeah. it's so good, man. Such a fun movie. The, the whole, I mean, yeah. And I mean, even the next one, like, yeah, we can go right into number yeah, two and a half, man. So, well, I mean... uh, In this one, the villain was 
uh, Ricardo Montalban, uh-huh. uh, Khan from the Star Trek uh, uh, okay. series and Fantasy Island. And he was great. I, I had it on the other day and I was just listening to his voice and I was like, I'll have this guy read the phone book, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was great. Remember when uh, Frank killed his fish? He had that fish and he stabbed yeah. it with that pen and just kind of dropped it back in the yeah. aquarium. I thought that was the first one. Yeah, that, that is the first oh, one. Oh, okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah that scene we should mention too when, he's, when he sets that guy's all his artwork on fire and then goes out on the uh, outside and remember the statues with the big dicks and he broke the statue. That's right. <laughs> he broke the dick off the statue and he was so out of breath and he burst into that woman's uh, apartment with yeah. these huge boobs yeah. and he's like coming at her with, with the big <laughs> yeah. concrete dick in his hand and he's out of breath and she oh, screams. Yeah, he's so like, uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, but two and a half. Two and a half uh. had some really great stuff. So, uh, Goulet. Oh, was that's that, right. Was yeah. that bad guy? Goulet. <laughs> Staring contest, go. You, you win. win. You always do. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime I hear Goulet, all I picture Goulet. is Will Ferrell, man. Yeah, oh my God. He had the God. best Goulet impression. Papa. <laughs> I like it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> so yeah, he's the bad guy, and I love the guy who went on to be like Harry Potter's uncle. You know, that he was... Harry Potter lived with like a, a family that kept him in like under the stairs right. and shit and the the fat uncle was the guy that had whistler's uh Whistler's oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And he played a twin, which was it was really funny to watch him do that. So their idea was uh they were going to control the energy in the entire world and this one scientist was giving a uh a like a global report of the energy source and everything. And he was, it was going to be disparaging to all the coal industry and everybody else. Right. So they decided to kidnap the scientist and and make a body, like a body, yeah, put a body double in there instead. And then he would say, Oh, we, we love coal and we love this and everything. And then they would go on ruling and everything. It was clever. I, I always thought that was funny. Yeah. And they, he was like an exact replica, but remember at one point he took his he took his nose off, he took his hair out, and his ha- he had this long like uh, heavy metal style haircut. That's right, dude. Uh, but the other guy was in like a wheelchair and everything. Yeah, uh, and that was so great when he's like, "Does he have any distinguishing marks?" And he says, "Well, he does have a tattoo on a, on his uh, on his butt of Whistler's mother." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what comes right off? Watch, and he gets <laughs> oh, out the, the like the belt sander. My like, God, uh, man, that was the scene. Yeah, it was so crazy. <laughs> crazy. So, which one is it where they're at the dinner and he ends up on top of the police chief, oh, the, the queen? Is it, is it the, the queen? queen? Oh, yeah. That's right, dude. Yeah. Oh. Remember she slides? He slides yes. on top of her across the table yes, and they dude. get the shot in the paper? Oh, so oh, fucking funny, dude. I love the part where they go to the dock and he's like being chased by the Doberman and in there. And remember, he finally gets... They get down and they, they capture him and they tie him up next to the guy, the real scientist. Uh-huh. And Frank's trying to get rid of the binds that are behind him by rubbing up against like this shelf. Yeah. And everything is falling off the shelf onto the, onto sci- the scientist. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, baseballs. Bowling and, uh, balls. Bowling balls. Yeah. Flour and uh, <laughs> like motor oil and feathers. <laughs> yeah. To the point where like, oh my God, look what they did to the scientist. Yeah. And Frank just went for the first time and was like shocked as shit. <laughs> oh, it was yeah. so good. It was great. Dude, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure I saw two and a half in the theater. Oh, I'm pretty sure I did too. I didn't see Naked Gun in the theater. That's for sure. I saw it on VHS. I might have seen that one in the theater. It's yeah. a possibility I did. Uh, yeah, 88 fell in that uh, Christian school period for me, so I definitely would have been. It would have been VHS. Yeah, I think I saw 33 and a third on HBO. Yeah, but I think I saw the other two in the theater. 
Leslie was so good, man. He was just, and he went on to do other stuff like oh, yeah. Dracula, Dead and Loving It. Yeah, it was funny. And even the the great scene with him in Scary Movie Four as the president. And yeah. it's just he's all these people are naked. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, let's take it into some hot shots territory, oh, here, man, which dude. is weird that the Zucker brothers were not involved in it at all. Just Jim Abrams and then uh, that Pat Proft, yeah, uh, who, like I said, was uh, behind a lot of the Police Academy stuff. Brilliant. I mean, it it felt just like it. Me and my brother, me and Dave saw these in the theater, both of them in the theater together. Yeah, I did too. And Not with you guys. Uh, but. <laughs> we laughed our fucking asses off, Oh, yeah, off, dude. It was one of the most enjoyable, uh, because Dave doesn't see many comedies in the uh, theater anyway. He's not really sure. a comedy guy. But I remember us seeing it in there, and we were sitting like, I think it was some late night. We were, we were going every random, we were going like Thursday or Wednesday nights when no one was around. I remember we saw Rudy that way. Uh-huh. We went and saw Rudy, and we were like, you fucking believe this? movie we saw that movie fearless that way where it was just us in there watching it and i'm pretty sure hot shots was like that fearless with jet lee no the uh jeff bridges one where he's in the plane crash with rosie perez or Uh rosie perez wasn't in the plane crash she was in a separate plane crash it was a depressing movie but it was good oh then i haven't seen (laughs) it i don't watch depressing movies no 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 but yeah hot shots obviously a take on top gun primarily And, and rambo Rambo for sure. Yeah. Well, Rambo more the second one. Yeah, that's yeah, true. The second one yeah. was definitely Rambo. Yeah. I mean, they even brought Troutman back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> which, I was, for, yeah. which was so crazy. They got Richard Crenna to that's play him. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, they should have. That was a brilliant move on their part. But they brought back Lloyd Bridges in one of the funny. He stole every single, every single scene one, he dude. was in. Like, every single scene. I, and I, I, I get some of them confused. <laughs> Did you see that duck? It was. I saw two ducks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, uh, you know, where he's, he's like, he the jet flies by or the jets start up yeah. and he's like, Oh wow, that's loud. And he's like, yeah, I had both, I had took a bullet through yeah. the ear and he like takes the little handkerchief and like puts it through yeah, his yeah. ears and starts like, whoop, 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 whoop. like oh. I love when he's in the office and he's complaining about, uh, he says, everyone's lazy around here. No one's moving. He's looking at, he's looking at a painting. Yeah. He thinks it's out the window. He's like, look at that. I went to school with that guy. Yeah. He hey, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't said, he hasn't been ignoring me for hours. He's so senile, dude. Oh, God, he's, he's so, so fucking funny. funny. Man. Yeah, I, I wish I could remember all of the fucking like I remember he's in the White House and he's talking. That's the second one. Is it the second, the second one? one because oh, president. he's the president. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we can we can blend them together. It's cool. yeah. Oh man, um, he was so good. But you think of the other people. Dude, Charlie Sheen got Charlie buff. Sheen was in the second one. Yeah, the first one true, he wasn't, yeah. but the second one I noticed that when I rewatched the second one, I was like, holy shit, yeah. he was huge. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know what happened. Which it's one? called crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, so, Chuck. You already know. <laughs> so which one um, had John Cryer as, as the first one? The first Wash one. Out. Washout. <laughs> yes, dude. And uh, dude, he was hysterical because yeah. like. You know, his eyes were like going in different directions. He had big glasses on, and he was he was the radar guy. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, before um, that, remember he was he was trying out to be a pilot. That's it, didn't, right. it didn't work yeah. when he was like, I I got him in my sights, and it's like two ducks. Yeah, <laughs> that's <in the> right. <laughs> <laughs> or I love Carrie Elway. This was the first time we saw Carrie Elway play this. He crazy, was like the uh, because he went on to the do Val Robin Kilmer. Hood. Yeah, he played basically yeah the, yeah, uh, the free what was it freeze or Iceman. Iceman, <laughs> Iceman that's right. So yeah. close. Uh, Topper Harley. Yeah. yeah, I and he went on to do Robin Hood Men in Tight, so I guess that bug hit him after yeah, a while. That was so fucking funny, dude. And I, I remember uh, Dead Meat. 
Oh, yeah. Remember, he was like... He, he was the one that was signing the... Uh, uh, or his wife was meeting him before he was taking off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, what's... He was just like the guy from Police Academy um, that would just hurt people everywhere he went. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, damn. I know what oh, you're talking about. fuck. Too. I can't... And it's be- the same writer, too, so it makes sense that that would be the guy with his wife hanging out. His wife was Susan from Seinfeld. Oh, really? Yeah, exactly. Wow, I didn't realize yeah. that. But yeah, she comes to get him to sign his life insurance papers. and Black cats are running Black in front cats of him are running by, and he's like, oh, oh by the way, um, I think I fixed that pesky ozone environmental <laughs> warming you know, uh, thing. And he's like, I'll tell you all about it he's when like, I get back. Should, he said, your life insurance forms came in. Maybe you should sign it. And he yeah. could, the pen wouldn't work. I'll sign it when right, I go come back. back. Yeah. <laughs> and as he's getting on the plane, he's like, oh, and by the way, remember that Kennedy evidence I was looking for? And she's like, you found it. And he's like, this goes all the way to the White House. <laughs> she's like, do you want me to hold it? And he's like, no, uh, I'll keep it on me. I'm, I'm, I'm in a fighter jet. How much safer can I get? <laughs> And then he fucking crashes, oh, dude. God. Oh, so fucking funny. I love the funeral too, where Charlie Sheen gives her money. He's ah, oh, thanks with the with the gives him like I've scraped together my life savings, ten thousand dollars. Maybe this can help and yeah. everything. And she's like, wow, that's so generous. This is gonna go. This is I can just blow this on hats because I got that eight million dollar uh, settlement with the uh, Marine Corps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't mention the uh, the gorgeous. Oh um, yeah, Valeria. I don't. I, think I don't it's know Gugino. her name. I think it's. Damn! I always forget her yeah. name. She's also. And I love her accent. Oh, oh she's God. so gorgeous. She Oof. was. She was huge in the eighties because she played um, Tom Cruise's girlfriend in Rain Man. Oh, that's right. And then she played Pee Wee Herman's girlfriend in Big Top Big Pee-wee. Top Pee-wee. They, Pee-wee. Yeah. Pee-wee then, sounds right. <laughs> uh, I looked her up recently. Gorgeous. Oh, I'm sure. She's like one of those just Italian women. That I could just listen to her really well. F- read the phone. Oh book. yeah, yeah. Like, she did so great. <laughs> And this was the one where they were like, uh, was it the second one or the first one where she's got the sizzling belly? <laughs> uh, it's the first one. It's the first one. I yeah. think it is. Yeah. Um, where he puts the they have this crazy sex scene, but it's all involving food. Yeah. Well, because remember they go to dinner and they they do the lady and the tramp scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they eat the same noodle. The first time it happens though. Char- like you, you kind of realize what's gonna happen, and Charlie uh, Sheen is like sucking up this one big long noodle, and it's his fucking shoestring, and he <laughs> kicks himself in the head, and then like they do the actual yeah. lady and the tramp thing, and then he takes his nose and pushes the oh, yeah, meatball yeah. across the fucking plate to her, like oh, so. Oh well, yeah, then it works into the bedroom where he's fly- frying bacon on her stomach, yeah. and eggs and uh, yeah, hash browns, and yeah, oh, the whole deal, so man. Fucking it was, funny, it was really dude. funny. It was just one silly joke after another. Oh, yeah. I mean, more so than any of them, I think, is where Hot Shots, where they just went like one joke after another. Yeah. One after yeah. another. It was really, really great, though. And again, Lloyd Bridges was just yep. fucking hysterical, Lloyd Bridges, dude. I, I love when John Cryer sneezed on the radar. <laughs> there's a dozen, dozen of them. There's a big, shiny blimp. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. Or like at the very end where uh, where they're trying to direct Tom uh, Tom Cruise, uh, Charlie Sheen down, yeah. and his plane just drops down, and it's just like the fucking <laughs> the, the body, body of the plane, of the plane. all yeah. burnt to shreds, and yeah. he's fine, and he's like raising his hand. Uh, I love in the second one um, where they they introduce the new girl, um, and, and the original girl mm-hmm. is still in there too. Yeah. But remember, she's got the, the mole, mole that yeah, just yeah. like moves around her face randomly and, and shit. At some point, gives it to him. She gives it to Charlie yeah. Sheen. Yeah, like, that's so funny. And then I remember, I remember uh, there was one guy in there, and he goes, war. 
it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember who that guy Damn, is? Who the fuck was he was that? a more famous guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, Damn, now I'm gonna have to look him up. They also had that great. Scene I want to say he was in RoboCop. Oh man, let me look it up. Hudson OCP Hart. owns the police. I'm pretty sure it's that guy. Uh oh, you think it's uh, Kirkwood? You think it's Red Foreman? No, not him. the The guy that gets blown up by the grenade. And oh, Miguel Ferrer. It yeah. is him. It okay. Is him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love yep. him in that. It totally is him. He was great. Yeah, that uh, the uh, Italian girl is Valeria Galino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's all, she's awesome, man. I yeah. just love that they got Richard Crenna back for this. Yeah, dude. Richard Crenna was so good. Uh, well, and remember in the beginning, just like in Rambo, when they have to go yeah. back and find him, they find him He's like... like fighting... What, what, did he, he dipped his hand in like Fruity Pebbles well, or something so, like yeah. that? Was and that so our, our guy... I, well, no, it's not him. Um, this guy's in another couple of movies that I've seen him in, but he's basically like getting ready to get into like a Thai boxing... Yeah. Like, you just know, like uh, kickboxer, yeah, but just like uh, or I mean, I think that was at the beginning of number. Oh, it three. wasn't Rambo. Yeah, was it three right. or was it two? I don't remember. I think it was the beginning of three where he was fighting. Yeah, people at like that type of. Well, thing. and they take the thing from kickboxer with yeah. Tong Po, and and the first guy dips his hands in glue <laughs> and then dips him in glass, you know, and he's like, "All right, we're gonna fight." And then Charlie Sheen takes his. And dips his hands in caramel, and then dips his hands in Reese's pieces. Is that what? I- <laughs> and, and he lifts them up, uh-huh. and he's like looking at what other yogurt toppings he's gonna do. <laughs> and the crowd starts going sprinkles, sprinkles, gummy bears, gummy bears, and he does them both, and like comes up, and everyone's cheering. Oh, it's so fucking! They got funny, the dude. great guy to play Saddam Hussein in this, who played him at the uh, in number one too, when they dropped the when he was sitting out by the pool, and the bomb just dropped in his crotch. Yeah, that's right. It. But it, they had him play it in the, this one. He had that great like kind of lispy voice that yeah. you didn't expect him to have. And the T one thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he gets mixed with the dog. Oh my god, I forgot he got mixed <laughs> with the dog, dude. God, I love the scene with the chicken. Remember, he shoots the chicken as an arrow. Yeah. Instead, and it oh, goes that's in the guy's right. Chest. Yeah, dude, because he runs out of ammo. Yeah. <laughs> He's got to use that. Or the scene where he he passes by Martin Sheen on the boat. Oh, that's right. Where they did right. like the yeah. Apocalypse Now thing. Yeah. And, he, and he looks, I loved you in Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking great, it's dude. It's so funny when they could just oh, do a call out fuck, like that. that's awesome. I forgot about that. Man, one of the jokes that really got my brother for the first, it was the first one, but it was, uh, I got a bogey on my tail. And they show Humphrey Bogart in the oh, pilot seat. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> for a split second. I remember Dave losing it in the movie theater. Oh, that's funny, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I love the, uh, and I used it, I I used the clip, I think, and I won't use it on this one, but mm. uh, I used the clip from Hot Shots Part 2 with the Italian girl talking about how can you come back. I had to. It's the sequel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I must have used it for movie sequels, yeah. Oh, God. It was such a fun movie, man. Yeah, dude, I loved absolutely, it. Absolutely, man. I mean, then we had, what was five years later, we got into some mafia. Dude, I love this movie. This I great. own this movie. I've it seen it It makes a bunch. sense that these guys would pick just specific genres to make yeah. fun and of. And Lloyd Bridges make... is in almost all of these. Yep. Like, yeah. They, once they got him, I mean, if Leslie had, uh, because at some point, Leslie got a little old and a little senile, I mm. think, too. I think one of his last stuff was, I mean, they had him in Scary Movie 4, so I'm surprised they didn't yeah. kind of work him in. 
Uh, so he still he had seemed all almost. Fact- he seemed at that point almost like his character yeah. a little bit. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that happened more uh, the older he got. Yeah. But with Mafia, Lloyd Bridges totally yeah. still. This was definitely boogie boogie boogie. Oh, <laughs> so they were just making fun of gangster movies. Yeah. Primarily Godfather, Godfather. Uh, but also Casino. A good amount of Casino. Yeah, that's in true. It. Yeah. Remember with the cattle prod, where, yeah. where he's trying to James. Uh, was it Jay Moore? Is that who's plays yeah. the main yeah. guy? Uh-huh. Jay Moore's trying to point out the guy's cheating and they he can't tell who he's uh, pointing to so he just starts calipoding everything <laughs> yeah. in place <laughs> I love when uh, Jay Moore gets in the explosion and he comes back and oh. his face is all burned and he's at eating, the funeral and yeah, everyone's and, just like staring at him and, and he's throwing up peaches uh, <laughs> everyone does that projector you can tell they had that tube on the side of their head <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh I love the uh, scene where they're uh, they make fun of the scene where Michael kills Salazzo at the restaurant. Yeah. So Jay Moore has to go into the bathroom and find the gun behind the toilet. Mm-hmm. And the toilet just sprays all over him. And that one guy comes out and he's like, El Nino. Yeah. <laughs> and then he grabs the gun and he goes out and he shoots uh, Big Pussy's one of them from The Sopranos. Oh, that's right. He yeah. kills Big Pussy and he kills the other guy. Remember the other guy gets shot but still wants to eat one more bite of the food. <laughs> yeah. He quickly puts it in his mouth and takes two chews and then dies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, dude. Christine Applegate, I was she, I've oh. always been a Christina Applegate fan, so I was thrilled yeah. that she came in to play she, kind she of becomes, a Diane Keaton character. Yeah, well, she becomes the president. Yeah. Like, and he introduces her uh. to her son. Like, you remember? Like, I he, can't. Oh, I, dude. I, I've seen this movie two or three times. Uh, but man, it's been a while. It's so been like 20 years. He, you know, like she, they break up because he's going to stay in the mafia and she's going to run for like yeah. some kind of office, you know, and she ends up becoming president and they meet, you know, at some point. And you know how, like in other movies, like, you know, the, the female lead will like have a child mm-hmm. and be like, I, I thought you might want to meet your son. Well, they reverse it, and and he's got the kid the whole time, and she never knew about her son, yeah. you know. And he introduces her, and that's how they like end up getting back together. But it's just so that's fucking hilarious. funny, like the way My, they play that. Whenever I think mafia, I think the same scene too, and it's the Lloyd death, <laughs> Lloyd Bridges death scene. Boogie boogie boogie. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, it was the scene with Vito Corleone with the uh, the orange, orange in his mouth. Yeah, was exactly. So it was almost a bit. Uh, Spooky. Yeah, spooky or <laughs> yeah. scary as a kid to see and everything that he just dies with that piece of fruit in his mouth. Yeah. So I love not only did I love that they made they were spoofing it and they put a big chunk of watermelon in his mouth yeah. and they made that kind of really good makeup on him and everything. Yeah. But remember the kid was dressed like Chucky? Chucky? Yeah, no, he even said, Come yeah, here, Chucky. Chucky. Yeah. And so he's sitting over him and everything. Uh, oh, Rolex. <laughs> That's right, he stole his Rolex when he died. He sprayed him with bug spray uh, until he fucking fell over and died. Because, like, they were in the tomato field. That's right. That's you know? what, how it was in the movie. Yeah, too. you know? And, uh, yeah, he fucking hosed him down with insecticide until he died. And then he fucking did an evil laugh and stole his Rolex and fucking ran off all creepy. Like, And I love that they even spoofed Godfather 2 where they showed the kind of where... Um, where the Lloyd Bridges character came from when he was young as a kid. Remember when they were hiding him? He was, he, they were trying to kill him, so they hit him in the donkey's ass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They yeah. just lifted the donkey's tail up they and they were like, whoop. hold your breath. Yeah. 
then I remember his mom was like, remember what I told you? And the kid's like, soup is good food. Like, <laughs> yeah, Olympia Dukakis had a crazy Oh, that's it, right. Man. I forgot remember about that. Remember when she dropped her pants and farted on the can- uh, at the candle and yeah. blew the side of the building up? Yeah. They're like, what the hell is Olympia Dukakis yeah. doing? You know, she was in Moonstruck. Yeah. You know? <laughs> now she's doing this. I guess oh, they paid. That was Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Which brings us into a good uh, trivia that I uh, thought was interesting for this next one. So... The next one will be Scary Movie 4. Yes. Obviously, it's not the first two because the first two were... Um, the, I think the third one was David Zucker, the, uh, though, but the first two were the, the uh, Keenan and the, the Wayans brothers. Yeah. And they had just come out recently saying, uh, yeah, we didn't stop those. They took them from us. Really? Yeah. They said we would have continued doing those. No uh, shit. So I don't know. There seems like there was some animosity there. And how Damn, that, that's how fucked that up. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know it either, man. I loved Scary Movie 4. I don't think I had seen it. I might have seen the first one in the theater. Uh, first one I saw in the theater, but I definitely saw number four, which is a random one for me to go see in 2006. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember what the uh, circumstances were, but it must have been someone else with me wanted to see right, it. Right, yeah. And then when I saw it, I was I was pleasantly surprised how great it was. But I had heard that Anna Ferris wasn't going to do it at uh-huh. all, but they offered her a million dollars. Oh, wow. Can you believe a million dollars for her to be in that uh, in that movie, man? That's crazy. So I would do it. She was really good at these no, types of movies, though. Dude, she's so funny. She was in the first one, also? She's in all of them. Or is she in all of them? She's in yeah, all yeah. of them. Yeah. So's the, uh, the, the black girl, Brenda. Regina Hall. Is that who yeah, her, I don't know. Is? I don't know her name. I just know she's Brenda. And yeah. she is Regina fun. Hall. She's yeah. awesome, man. She's so funny. <laughs> Does she always play that character, too? I think they both do kind of play yeah, the same and they And they both die in multiple of those yeah. Movies and like in number four, they're like Brenda. I thought you were dead. She's like, I thought you were dead too. Like, <laughs> so the the movies in this that they were spoofing were very obvious. The Grudge was a big one. Oh, it was so uh, fucking fun. Uh, but what I thought was hilarious was how much they spoofed uh, Brokeback or, Mountain. <laughs> oh my god! With Anthony, uh, relax, it, man. I'm just grabbing some peanuts. Uh, a very young Kevin Hart. Man. Yeah, super young. It yeah. might be the first thing I ever saw Kevin Hart I, in. They were also in a couple of the other movies. Oh, I'm really? Sure. I think they might not have been as familiar in, with two and three. I think they might have been in three. Yeah, that makes sense. That they I think would they be. were. But yeah, oh my oh, god, god. Dude. Black God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny, man. Yeah, I dude. love the it, it was weird Hello. that they decided to spoof War of the Worlds. Yeah. I always thought that was interesting. Yeah. It, it worked for me yeah. because we had all seen it. It was somewhat um recent and obviously they got Craig uh, Bjorko to play the Tom Cruise character. Yeah. And I always loved Craig Bjorko. It's and, the only thing I've ever seen him in. Oh, he Thirteenth Floor. He was amazing, oh, really? and uh, hmm. I loved him in Thirteenth Floor. Cinderella Man. He played Max Bear. Oh, like really? The big, uh, interesting. Yeah, the big guy that was fighting uh, Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow, yeah, he was I really still need good to in see that. that. He also he played another silly character in. Um, the Three Stooges movie. Ever seen Three Stooges movie? Oh, really? really the one with Will Sasso? Yeah, Will Sasso. He oh, was the, he was the asshole that kept getting him. hurt in it. Oh, and, really? Uh, by the end, he had no teeth and his head was bandaged <laughs> That's and everything. That's funny. So I've always been a fan of him. So I thought it was great that he was going to come in and play Tom Cruise's character. Yeah. And they had that little girl who was supposed to be like Dakota Fanning. And, yes. Uh, remember? Uh, she was always getting fucked up, yeah, yeah. too. Like, I remember when you, when you first meet the kids, yeah. you know... First of all, the kid Robbie is like his, you know, teenager that hates his dad. And he's like, the door's locked. You can't go in. And he just fucking kicks the door <laughs> yeah. in, you know. And, and at first he's like, 
He's like, of course I know what my kids look like. And he turns around and he's like, kids, how are you? And it's two Asian twin (laughs) girls. (laughs) Yeah, and his ex-wife's Molly Shannon. Yeah, oh, he's like, good look on you, pregnant. She's like, I'm not pregnant, (laughs) asshole. (laughs) I love it. It's such a stupid, silly bit, but I love the bit where the mechanic and him, he's trying to open the door for the mechanic. Yeah. It's like a four-minute scene with him. You going to open that on three? You going to open it on four? When I say three, you don't have to wait on four. You can go whenever you want. (laughs) so funny I love remembering the original uh, or the remake uh, the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds Tim Tim Robbins plays the crazy motherfucker oh yeah dude and Michael Madsen plays him in this movie oh my god dude (laughs) we can we can dig I got a spoon we can dig with a spoon and if the spoon breaks we can take mouthfuls of dirt and we'll dig the tunnels underneath them oh my Uh, god Cloris Leachman came in on this too Lil John was in it uh, I got the last working car on earth (laughs) yay and then she hits her with the solenoid for luck. Like, oh, God, dude. This was so funny, man. I, I love the um, – uh, we were talking earlier about Leslie Nielsen playing the president. Oh, my God. When dude. he's reading the thing like President Bush was when 9-11 happened. Oh, my God. I got to hear about this duck. Yeah. This invasion's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen one way or another. I've read this book, sir. The duck dies. Yeah, that was Anton Bowden, too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, it was oh, so funny, man. So I fucking love Anton funny, Bowden, dude. man. I love What? They... You mean right now all these kids, all these children's kids, parents could be dead <laughs> right now? <laughs> then he starts revealing there's no Santa Claus yeah. and a whole bunch of shit, and the kids <laughs> like... are freaking out. Oh, oh yeah, God, when he's dude. at the UN talking. Yeah. I'm here talking at the UN. Yeah, at the UN. Like, <laughs> the UN. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, he gets his clothes blasted off. Yeah. And th- apparently they had a body double. Uh, uh, I, which I hope I, they did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so he just had to show his bare ass and yeah. uh, everyone else lost their clothes. Oh, shit These was so funny. Naked. Yeah. God, dude. Well, also, and uh, like uh, I think I mentioned this when we, I talked about this movie previously. Um there's a, a rap group called Young Bloods, mm-hmm. and they're like one of my favorite, like back in the day, like Atlanta hip hop people. Um, and they're just randomly in this movie. So, really? yeah. So, you know how, like, in uh, War of the Worlds, that red stuff starts growing everywhere? Mm-hmm. So, the same thing happens in this movie. There's red stuff all over the place, and there's these people walking through the woods, and the two guys from Young Bloods, and I can't remember their names, Sean Paul and J Bo, I think it is. Um, they're walking through the forest with everybody else and they're like, man, you see this red stuff? And one of them goes, nope. (coughs) And like coughs and they've been smoking the red stuff and that's the only scene that they're in for the entire movie. They don't even have a song on the soundtrack. Wow. They're just randomly in there. I don't know what it is. Someone must have just liked them. I'm grateful for it, you know? (laughs) I love they did a spoof of Signs was one of the big spoofs they did. Well, that was in three. No, that was this one. No, you no, I just watched it. N- no, um, not signs. The one where they. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, the village. Yeah, the, the village. village. Is in the signs is. Yeah, in yeah, three signs. With, I didn't know the they big even, hat. I yeah. didn't even know they spoofed signs. Oh, it's in uh, three. the village. Oh. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, with Carmen Electra playing the blind girl. Oh my god, just dude! And Chris Elliott playing Chris the moron. Elliott. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Chris Elliott like humping the leg. Yeah. And, oh man. And uh, Carmen Electra's like. I'm not in my house, am I? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Pullman comes back too. Yeah, to play that like uh, who played him? Who was he? Was that like character? the leader of the village? I'm wondering who that was in the village. I don't. I kind of thought it was him. No, yeah. I think it was John Hurt. I think it was uh, or William Hurt. Yeah, I think that's who it was because Sigourney Weaver was one of them, and uh, I like the village, man. I like the village a lot better than I did Signs. I didn't like the village it was very right. much. 
you know, it, it wasn't as good as you were hoping, but it wasn't as bad. The you the know? ending, and that's the problem. I like the ending. I didn't, and that's the problem with some of M. Night Shyamalan's yeah. movies is you, you there's so much built on the yeah. ending that if you just don't follow it, yeah. then the whole movie's ruined for, for me, you. there's levels. We all know that's going to happen in his movies, and there's, le- like, un- obviously, Sixth Sense was the top-notch one, and then Unbreakable was always second, and then, for me, Village was third. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Signs had its moments, and then, then it just fell apart after that. Yeah. Except for Split. I did like Split. Yeah. yeah. I know how much you like Glass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, on, uh, that's on my most hated list when we, yeah. when we start. We need to do that. that. We yeah, need we to do definitely. Because the thing is, is all the movies we hate, one of the other ones of us love it. Probably like You know? Yeah. Like, uh. You like glass because <laughs> it ain't Dave, I, and, and I liked uh, or I didn't like uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, well, you, you change your mind, you get another. You're gonna change your mind, you get another viewing. Rubble, rubble, rubble. I don't got three hours. Of it's my shenanigans, life. motherfucker. Get your brooms. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about that in two movies, actually. Uh, I don't think on one of the ones you're on, but we're gonna do a uh, the best screenplays oh, uh, nice. pod. I'll make sure I skip that four minute segment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brilliant screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me on on that now. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scary Movie 4, man. It was great. And they have a 5. I don't remember if I ever saw 5. Did they make 5? Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's definitely a Scary Movie 5. Damn, I don't know if I ever even knew yeah. it existed. It, it, it's weird. That was definitely around the time where they were like, all right. They must have just been jumping the shark at that point. Yeah. Like, I mean, they were kind of jumping the shark. At police the, Academy the in one. Russia. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> that level. I that writer's imagine. like, I mean, I stopped after that, but if you want to <laughs> yeah. go, I mean, you can see how it goes. I'm excited to see a new Police Academy. Oh, movie, dude. Right? Well, and that's the thing. They got to bring the old guys back to run the Police Academy and yeah, train it, the new recruits. It makes sense. And then you have the whole new fucking thing ready to go. Gutenberg's like, been acting. Dude, he, and he's continuously. You sent so me that. Jonesy. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think Hooks isn't around anymore not sure bub is definitely not around uh tackleberry's gone tackleberry's gone they could get bobcat if they threw enough money at him but yeah he's doing his own thing and i now. imagine what's his name uh lassard's and he's gone oh, lassard's definitely gone. what about the uh the girl might be alive the one that was in all the uh well uh, what's Rob her zombie movies well and the other one that was in the original uh that was in sex in the city Oh, yeah. See, that was the only movie she was in. Well, see, uh, she's but, around. Yeah, I guess you know. she is around. Well, we're, <laughs> we're trying to make a new police academy <laughs> here. Let's just keep going. <laughs> How about it, man? I would I would love to. I'm going to go see it. I'm, I'm still have high hopes for, uh, what was the balls one that we they said there? Uh, balls of balls Courage. Balls of Courage. Yeah. I don't know what it is. They have nothing about it on IMDb. I'm, I'm in. But I've been keeping my... Eyes peel and ears open for uh, balls of courage, that's for sure. (laughs) You can clip that clip right out of there. Yeah, Yeah, I love all these movies, man. I know it's probably a small genre for for just kids that grew up in the 80s and 90s that love them. And if they don't start doing these movies again, it's just going to die off. It's just going to be one of those things about... Hey, remember those racist movies that, that, <laughs> that your uncle watched? Yeah. <laughs> type of deal. But, yeah. man, they were funny, man. They were. They were really great. And I love those guys. So, hopefully, they continue making those movies. And the Zuckers, and uh, like I said, David Zucker did Ghost, man. That's just crazy. That's to crazy. Me. Yeah. That's to- totally crazy. That's the trivia that I would have totally lost to who directed Ghost. Yeah, no. Never would have. But. Yeah, so that's it for this week. Next week, we've got what do we got? Oh, Man vs. Nature Part 2. Yeah. And then, and then. 
It's the time. It's Rick Moranis. It's Rick Moranis time. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking looking for Never met that. a person in my life who didn't like Rick Moranis. And if they did, I'd fucking slap them. One guy in New York didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll slap the shit out of that dude, too. Other than uh, him, everyone loves Rick yeah. Moranis. Asshole. Uh, so, yeah, I'm still hopes that we're going to get to see him again uh, soon in movies. But he, he has left, even if he decides to not come back and just kind of live his life. Uh, I mean... Hollywood's a shitty place. I don't know why you would come back in the first place. Right. But well, I really want to see him in the new. I Ghostbusters. definitely would love to see him in the new Ghostbusters. Uh, even if he never does anything else, yeah. just give me that one, Rick. Come on. It was great watching him in the second Ghostbusters when I just watched him. Man. Oh Forget yeah, how dude. much he's involved in, in that and then dating uh, Janine and everything. Yeah, it's just so great. Oh, we we were just chilling and <laughs> gave him some French bread pizza. Nothing was going on. It's fucking great, dude. Love it. Would you like to babysit with me? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, uh, so yeah, that's what we got coming up, and then after that, there's the screenplays one, and then me and Justin are going to do a Spider-Man franchise, which Hell is going to yes. be timed really well because every one of those is going to be popular again. Yeah, uh, yeah, the the Tobey Maguire ones, the Andrew Garfield ones, and the Tom Holland, which is probably the most happy I've been about hearing superhero news in a long time. Yeah, once you realize that that's where the multiverse is going to come from. So yeah, I'm excited to be talking about those. Well, if you want to hit us up on Facebook, you can check us out, Fascinated with Films. You'll see all the cool photos we put up. Or you can leave us a like and a comment on our two platforms, iTown, <laughs> iTunes, or SoundCloud. Or you can uh, shoot us an email, films at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you. So until next week, see ya. I just want you to know, we're all counting on you. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue.